Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. Thank you for taking a little bit of time to join us this week as we go through just our thoughts and our opinion on what's going on with the market and the economy. I'll start as I do every week and just remind you that what you're about to hear today shouldn't be considered individual investment advice, but if you would like to talk about your personal portfolio, I'd encourage you to give us a call. The holidays are over and it's time to get back to work, right? Everything starts to settle in a little bit after a week like last week and oh no, the first week of trading for the S&P 500 is behind us and It was a bad week. It was a rough start. The market was down 1.5%. Clearly, that means something horrible is coming, right? Nah, no, not really. Let's get this out of the way quickly. I actually went back and looked at the first week of trading for the last 15 years, and it turns out there's zero correlation between how the year starts and how the year ends. There have been five times that the first week of trading was negative. In two of those times, 2022 and 2015, the S&P 500 was down for the year. The other three, 2016, 2014, and 2009, the market was up, and it was up nicely, 95 11.5%, and 23.5% respectively. A slow start can be just that, a slow start. It's if more of the data of impending doom starts to line up that we should be concerned. So let's go through the data sets that we're looking at this week, and let's talk about what we're learning, because there's a lot that happens at the end of the year and the start of the year. We start to get a lot of information and data that we can look at. The first area to start is earnings. Earnings season is upon us again. This week, we start a two-week period where the financials, including the big banks, will really kick things off. And not surprisingly, given what has happened to interest rates over the last year and a half, the big banks are expected to be a bit of a drag on earnings. But before we get to our expectations for Q4, I think it's important to look back at what our expectations were a year ago. In our first podcast of 2023, I actually noted that the market was expecting calendar year earnings to grow from roughly $221 in the S&P to $232. That would have been a growth of about 4.85%. We don't know yet what Q4 is going to give us, but you'll recall me discussing many times in the past that analysts get significantly more pessimistic prior to the release of earnings. That's certainly happening right now. They've revised their expectations for Q4 down 6.8% from where they were three months ago, which is actually tied for the biggest negative revision we've seen since 2020 when things got really, really bad. This would leave earnings for Q4 at about 1.3% to the positive, and it would result in pretty anemic calendar year 2023 earnings growth. It would come in at about 0.8%. Remember, we said at the beginning of the year we were expecting 4.85. History would tell us we're going to exceed those numbers just based upon what tends to happen versus analyst expectations, but we are not climbing all the way back up to 4.85. It's not going to happen by the end of this earnings season. But what's more interesting for me is the expectations for 2024, because while the Q4 2023 revisions were significant, analysts were not nearly as negative on the calendar year 2024 revisions. Those declined just 1.3%. And given the estimates for calendar year 2023, we're now expecting earnings growth of about 11.44% in 2024. 
11.44% is no joke. If that's true, that would be the fourth best earnings growth we've seen in the last 11 years. Behind COVID-inflated 2021, which was obviously really weird, it was up 48%, and 2017 and 2018, which were up 11.9 and roughly 21% respectively. But more importantly, this is happening at a time when one of our measures of value in the market, the the price-to-earnings ratio, the forward price-to-earnings ratio of the S&P is significantly lower than during those previous times. Today, the forward PE of the S&P 500 is about 19.2 times earnings. Now, that's still above the 5- and the 10-year averages, which are 18.9 and 17.6 respectively. But if you compare that to those other three years where the market saw such positive earnings growth, the forward PE during those times was 24 times earnings, 24 and a half times earnings, and nearly 40 times earnings back in 2021. That means the market is much more fairly valued with significant earnings growth potential. That's not a bad place for us to be right now. And then we shift to look at the economy. At the same time, we're trying to digest these earnings expectations. There's a lot of year-end data being dumped at us on the economy as well. And I'm still not seeing that impending doom of a recession that forecasters have been predicting really for the last two years. We got December jobs data last week. The economy created a pretty robust 216,000 jobs in December, and we created 2.7 million jobs in 2023. That puts total employment at 157.2 million jobs. That is an all-time record. And more importantly, it's about 5 million jobs higher than we were before the pandemic started. And at the same time, wage growth is continuing to stabilize which reduces one of our biggest inflationary risks. Now, I'd love to see wage growth numbers come down a little bit further, but at 4.1% growth, that's much better than the 6% growth we saw just 20 months ago. And all of this is happening at a time when GDP growth is continually surprising to the upside. I've talked on here before about the Atlanta Fed's GDP Now figures. It continually shows out as really the best predictor of current quarter GDP growth. Their current estimate right now is 2.5% growth for Q4, which we just completed. And that's about 2.5 times higher than the quote-unquote consensus estimate, much like it was last quarter, much like it was the quarter before that, and the quarter before that. Maybe someday someone who puts together these consensus estimates will figure out that maybe they should include the most accurate estimate. But until then, we still have the Atlanta Fed's figures to look at. So that brings us back to where we started. It was, a, it was a rough week in the market. It's not fun. It happens, though. In fact, much worse happens on a very regular basis. Historically, we see seven 3% corrections in the market every year. We see over three 5% corrections every year. In fact, we see one 10% correction on average every single year. So we shouldn't let a bad week after an exceptionally good run, remember, we, were, we had a market that was up nine weeks in a row. We shouldn't let that distract us from the fundamentals of this market and this economy. Things are looking pretty good. There's going to be a lot more to distract us later this year. We're going to have a presidential election that's going to be messy. Heck, three weeks from now, Chairman Powell is going to step to the podium, and you and I both know he could screw this whole thing up for all of us. But until then, things are looking pretty good. So don't get too stressed out about what happened last week. Let's see if we catch a little bit of momentum over the next couple of weeks and trust that the pretty darn good economic data that we're seeing should be positive for markets over the long haul. With that, we'll leave it there. As always, 
If you've got questions, give us a call. You can reach us here at the office at 515-273-1333, or you can always visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you are going to have a fantastic week, and we look forward to touching base again next week. Take care. Securities offered through Arate Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Arate Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm. 